All right, it's Chandra with the Contemporary Horsemanship podcast, and today I'm going to talk about hobbling. So basically, I'm just going to go over what hobbling is, if you don't already know. Um, basically, when you tie your horse's legs together, there's a couple different kinds of hobbles. Um, usually, the most common is going to be just the two front legs are tied together, and they have different straps. They have nylon and leather and rope and all kinds of stuff, and then they also have like a one that ties like the front leg, one front leg on one side to the same side's back leg. Um, and then I believe there's just like a one legged hobble as well, like where you'd, it, it like the, it'd be a front leg and it just basically ties the leg up like in a bent position. Um, there might be another kind, but those are the three kinds that I'm familiar with. But most of the time, you're going to be seeing that, f- that first one I talked about where you tie the two front legs together. And basically, what hobbling is mainly for is going to be to keep your horse like from leaving if you were camping um on like a crazy long trail ride maybe if you're a cowboy i'm not really sure like really not many people need to hobble their horses because we don't live in olden days anymore i mean i don't know how many times people did that in the olden days either but um I guess if you were doing like a really long trail ride, I guess I could. That's the only time I really see that happening. But anyways, um, it's basically so your horse can graze and kind of move around, but they can't just run away. They can kind of move, but they can't run off. Um, and then that's, you know, if you need it for trail riding, I, I could see that. Um, but over other than that, like lots of people or some people use it for training just to train the horse to accept pressure on the legs. Um, and like to just, if they feel pressure not to like pull and freak out and basically just think it through, I think that's what the majority of people use it for. Um, I had hobbles back way long time in the, back in the day. Um, cause there are some trainers that use them and they're like, okay, well, if you train your horse how to be in hobbles then if they got their foot stuck in some trash or some wire or the fence then it's more likely that they won't panic basically so um that's pretty much what i'm going to talk about um because essentially like most people probably 99 percent of people don't need to hobble their horse like it's not a necessity to do and even if you were like going on a cross-country trail ride like you could tie your horse or you could like bring a pen i guess i mean it depends on what you're doing um, I don't think many people travel the country on horseback either, but I could be wrong. But I could see, I personally am not going to go on really long trail rides. And if I did, I wouldn't be hobbling my horses, but that's just my preference. Like, I think you can tie, you know, we're not, it's not the Wild West. But anyways, <laughs> that's beside the point. I kind of wanted to talk about um, just some other things about hobbles too. So now we know what it is. Um, I'm just going to start off with don't just stick them on your horse and let them work it out. Please do not do that. That goes along with like just tying them to something and letting them figure out or tying something to them and letting them drag it around and figure it out. Like those are probably the top three, like for the love of God, please do not do that ever. Um, I had a farrier a long time ago who he had tied hit or he had tied his mule out and I think it was hobbled as well and it pulled a tendon because it was fighting those things. It's like completely not worth it. And he was just like, oh yeah, like he, he just didn't understand him and pulled his tendon. Like that's a huge injury and it was completely preventable 
by either just not doing it because it was really not necessary or properly teaching the, the mule in this case how to give to pressure and be okay with the hobbles. So, because he just, he's like very old fashioned. He just tied him up and hoped for the best and it didn't go well. So please, please, please don't do that. So if you do want to train your horse to hobble for whatever reason, make sure that your horse can move their each of their legs individually toward pressure. Like you put pressure on it with your hand or your rope and they will give to it. They don't panic and pull away. So in the beginning, you're going to do that with just like a lead rope or just some kind of rope like halved over. So like um, I have a couple videos of me teaching that to my Mustangs and my other horses and nothing's tied to the leg. Please don't tie ropes to horses' legs or any parts of them, but it's just like run around the leg. So if I'm on, if it's on the front leg, I have the end of the rope, I go around the back of the leg and then I have each end of the rope in either hand. So from that point, that position, I can pull forward and apply a little bit of pressure and then the horse should take a step forward and follow that pressure. But if something were to go wrong, I could just let go of the rope completely or I could just let go of one end and the rope will just slide through and it's not the end of the world. So it, that's why I wanted to talk about this a little bit because hobbling is one of those things that can go wrong very, very, very fast and there's big consequences when it does. So again, it's like tying, it's like saddling, um, those kind of things where it can go south fast if you do it wrong. So um, pressure and release is going to be the biggest thing with having your horse in a safe location, a round pen, some, a small safe training pen, have them on a lead line, um, and then work through that to where you can put some pressure and they'll step forward and do that with each leg. Um, and then once you're at that point, I would up, up the amount of pressure that you're putting to kind of simulate what the hobbles are going to feel like. Because it's going to be different when their legs are actually tied together. So that can be a little bit harder to like practice and like pretend, like simulate. So I would make sure that if you can, that you can put the rope on each leg, you can just go ahead and kind of give it a tug forward and the horse is going to follow that every time. So to make sure you, you do that. But um, once you... Once your horse is good at that and they're responding every single time, they don't have a problem. Um, another thing that I've seen people do is, and that I have done actually, um, where you can put, um, what I would use is like a lariat with a breakaway. I'm not sure what it's called, like the actual term for it. It's got a little plastic end on it and you snap it on to like the loop that your rope would be strung through to make a loop. Um, I'm not sure what that one is actually called, but I have a plastic end that clips onto the loop and then it's slit in the middle of the plastic. And so you run your rope, your rope through that. So then if there's a ton of uh, force applied, it'll just slide right through. Not a ton, if there's some, or if it's close to that slit, it'll just pop off. So um, you've seen some people, like it'll be in the round pen and they'll put a rope around one of the horse's legs. And again, do not put the rope on if you don't have one of those breakaway things. Please don't do that. Um, if you want to half the rope over, that would work too. But I would use, like I have this lariat and then it has that little attachment so that it'll pop off. So it's not the end of the world. It pops right off. Make sure that's not super stiff and it's not popping off. But it does have just a clip. So if it doesn't slide through the little space at the end of it, it could just come off. It's just plastic. But make sure that's working first before you do this. But then you would put that loop with the, with the clip 
through like and around the horse's leg. And then if there was a lot of pressure, it would pop off. But essentially you want your horse to be prepared at this point that there's not going to be a whole lot of struggle. But essentially what you want to do is have the horse going forward. And again, starting at the walk in the round pen and then have that rope around one of their legs again to where it'll break away. Or if you can just have like a longer lunge line and just have it around their leg and then you can just let go, that would work too. And the horse will be walking, you apply pressure, you want the horse to stop and then like give their leg to that pressure. So if that's backing up, stepping to the side, that's another thing you could do. You could do that on all four legs at the walk trot and canter. So, and I've done that a few times with some horses, work just fine. Like, um, it just, it's not really necessary. Like I don't hobble anything. This was like back in the, in the day, like a few years ago where I was doing a lot of natural horsemanship stuff. And it's just, for me, it's not really necessary, but, uh, I wanted to make a podcast episode about it because if people are thinking it might be necessary, then there is a good way to go about it. And since it's one of those things, hobbling is one of those things that can be dangerous really fast. I just wanted to kind of get some information about if you are going to do those things, if you're going to hobble, then you can do it the right way. So that's how I would teach it. I want to make sure that um, the horse is safe at all times. They understand the pressure and it's not a big deal. You can also add a treat on top of it if you want to do it that way. That's how I usually do it is I'll apply a little bit of pressure. If the horse will give, I'll release the pressure at the same time I'm clicking and giving them a treat. So I'm saying very specifically, yes, this moment is good. When you bring your foot forward and I let go and click at the same time, that's what I want. So you can do that. Um, let's see what else do I have? Um, but yeah, teaching it correctly is the most important part. So getting your horse to move its legs forward and backward at a standstill, all four legs. And then again, having the horse move, walk, trot, canter. And then when you apply pressure, the horse stops and gives you that leg. I would make sure your horse can do all of those things before you decide that you want to hobble. So, um, let's see what else do I have? Okay. So once you do want to start hobbling your horse, I would make sure again, safe place, probably preferably somewhere they can't move around a ton. Um, really, I mean, it can go either way. I did my hobbling in the round pen. So they have enough space. They can kind of move around and figure it out, but not so much. I mean, I don't know. It depends because you don't want your horse in like a really small place and they run into the fence or they run into, like, I wouldn't do it in a stall if they run into the side of the stall because they're, they're probably going to move around a little bit and hop around because it's new and they're trying to figure it out. There is going to be a little point where they're testing it. So I try to find a safe place with good footing where they can kind of figure it out a little bit. Um, so make sure that's, uh, uh, there's a nice safe learning space available. Make sure that's happening. Um, and there's always the chance that your horse is going to panic and struggle. So definitely in the beginning, just put the hobble on for a couple of minutes, always be watching your horse. So hopefully what you could do is maybe still have them on the line. Maybe you can get them stopped and you can get the hobbles off. Um, if you've done all the prior training, they should probably, they'll probably move around a little bit and kind of see what they can do. And then they'll probably stop and just kind of stand there. At that point, once they've stopped and they're not really moving around or try, trying to get their legs out of it, then that's why I would take it off and just end for the day. As soon as they stop and they're just 
they just chilling. They're just hanging out with the hobbles on. Um, but there is going to be some testing of the ropes. So for me now, like I don't really want to see that. So it's just not for me, but be prepared that that's going to be part of it. So, um, but I feel like the main reason people hobble, unless you're doing that crazy long trail ride is to teach your horse that if they got tangled in something, most likely a fence to not pull and to just stand there and kind of wait and like wait for someone to help them or just not pull and make it worse, essentially. Um, maybe give to the pressure so maybe they can get untangled. But you got to also remember that there's a lot of different contexts to that. So when you are doing your hobble training, you're probably in the round pen, you're probably in a training area. If they get caught in something, they're probably in their pasture or their stall or somewhere else. So, and there's probably going to be a bit of pain involved. There's going to be other horses involved or they're turn out with someone else. There could be weather involved. So just remember that this is not a prevent all like thing. Just teaching your horse to give to pressure is a good idea. Do it in the proper way, but but doing that and hobbling is not um, just like a guarantee that they will not pull when they're in a situation where they get tangled or caught in something. So that's important because the context shifts. There's different things going on. There's different things at play. So that's important. I mean, it's just like a person like if I was going through a park and I tripped over some vines and I got tangled I'd be like oh that's kind of funny like I'm just a klutz and then I'd untangle myself and I'd walk off but if the context changes and maybe I'm alone this time maybe it's kind of dark maybe I think I see someone coming closer to me and I somehow get tangled in some vines like I'm probably going to panic so if your horse is out in the pasture and maybe it's windy or the weather's changed or the other horses are running or something spooked them and they get tangled or he's run into a fence or whatever it is, that context has changed. So that's my human example is probably not the most likely, probably you're not, that's not gonna happen to you, but hopefully that makes sense. Like the context has shifted. So there's other things at play there, but so, um, another thing is I wouldn't, necessarily do a bunch of hobbling like once your horse is good it like you can put them on they're cool with it and it's not the not a big deal and if that's something really important to you and that that's where I would leave it and maybe check up on it occasionally make sure that it's fresh in their mind and that they they know about it but if you're gonna just tie their legs up and hope for the best like usually what happens is like like an animal that's just trapped or something or like when you forcefully lay a horse down is they just give up so they can freeze and then learned helplessness can come from that like they've learned that they can't do anything to get themselves out of the situation so they just give up and that's not a good way for a horse to live they're not going to be offering you things and unfortunately a lot of the time that's kind of how we want them in the horse world um that's not how I want my horses but a lot of times it's regarded as good when your horse just kind of stands there he waits for you to do all you know whatever he just he doesn't really interact with his surroundings he's kind of like robotic I don't want that for my horses and doing this hobbling thing is definitely a thing that can lead to that because they they fight they'll fight it and then they figure out that that, that's not working and then they give up Um, and it can be very stressful and traumatic for them too so and if that happens like for say the first time you hobble them they kind of fight it and maybe they they 
freeze or they could even fall down and freeze like the next time I put it on they could fight harder too so the opposite could happen they might not shut down they might it might scare them even more and then they could be very reactive so that's why I wanted to talk about this is it could go very dangerous very quickly so um really like I would make sure I would either just not do it or I would make sure that every single of those steps that I mentioned is completely solid before you do it. Um, even at that point, like there's no guarantees, but you have set yourself up so you're more likely to have success at it. Um, I like to do that very first exercise with just the rope halved over and I pull, put some pressure on their legs and then they give to it. I do do that with all my horses. I, I'll do a couple sessions of that just in case I feel like it gives them a little bit of training them to to give to pressure. I know that might not always happen if they were caught in a fence or something, but I do like to do that. That's probably what where it could stand for most people. Like I would just stay with teaching them to give the pressure with a looped over rope. I feel like most people would only need to do that. Most people don't need to teach their horses to ha- to be hobbled. But I mean, just like tying like a prey animal up, like hobbling and restraining a large prey animal can be dangerous. So, because they're wired to like panic and struggle and get free. I mean, just like we are, if you were tied up, you wouldn't want to get free too. And you could panic and struggle too. But I mean, even dogs, like if a dog will get their collar caught on something, like they'll panic too and pull and they're prey or predators. So, you know, a prey animal, it's just even more heightened awareness that they have to escape to survive. So it can be really dangerous and horses are big, but they're very fragile. Like they can hurt themselves very easily. If you have a horse, you know that how that can be. So, um, you got to remember that when like, what's your, like, what's the cost benefit to this? Like how much is teaching my horse to hobble or hobbling my horse going to improve my training or, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. Is it really, really, really necessary or is it more dangerous? Like for me, it's more dangerous than is necessary. So I don't do it. So, but for like me teaching my horse to give their pressure with the, with the rope, then that's easier. Like I can just let the rope slide. There's really no danger. So it's more beneficial than it could be dangerous. So with anything where you're tying your horse to something or tying something to your horse or tying their legs together, it can be very dangerous. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to remember that. I know I said it like a million times, but I see way too many people tying things to their horses or doing just unnecessary crap. And it's kind of ridiculous. So hopefully, um, if you're going to do it, just do it right. Just like everything else. Like if you're going to if you're going to teach your horse to be saddled, do it right. Like, don't just put it on and hope for the best, especially with hobbling. Don't just put it on and hope for the best. I mean, with any of those things, just don't do that. So, um, make sure you get through all the steps and you have your horse giving to pressure and they can move forward and you can apply that pressure and they'll stop and they don't just continue going. They're not kicking and then they'll give to that pressure. So all those are really important. And then just make sure that there's a cost benefit (laughs) analysis and like, okay, is this worth it? Um, could it really traumatize my horse or hurt my horse or scare my horse? Or is it something I really need to do? So, because even if like you really want your horse to be safer on the fencing, uh, that's not a guarantee that that's going to always happen. So that's just something to think about and kind of my thoughts on hobbling. So I necessarily don't use them, but if you're going to just be prepared and do all your steps and teach your horse how to do it, because 
they need to be taught just like anything else, but this is just one of those more dangerous behaviors. So hopefully that gives you some insight into how to properly train for hobbles.